The Australia Council of Achievement and Herman Grote Pale Ales brings you Australia. All things amazing and record-breaking about this great country we live in. Australia. It's big, it's wide, and it's good. Australia. Bloody great, mate. Welcome. I'm Louise Flex. Imagine if you could travel back in time. The Renaissance in 13th century Florence. The Olympic Games in ancient Greece. Or when Corey won Aussie Meth Master, Slave Marriage. Or any of the other great times. Sounds like trashy science fiction. It's very real. I'm sorry, where are you heading off to? That's just a bit blame source. Like, the outfits, for starters. And the complete lack of human culture. Yes, one enterprising travel agency lets you book holidays, not in another country, but in the past. So, OK, you would get murdered alive if you tried to travel back to that time. So that's why it's the Dark Ages, yeah? Thank you, Aisha. We always advise our customers against travelling to the year 2012. Toots! The Time Travel Travel Agency has combined a major scientific breakthrough with tourism. And it's going gangbusters. Hello, Time Travel Travel Agency. Savannah is on the front line of the Time Travel Travel Agency. Like a front line built from sarcasm and a hipster fisherman's beanie. And where would you like to go today? Yeah, so I got a uh, voucher, right. Oh, wonderful. And where is this voucher for? Uh, Middle Ages, bro. Okay. So that's fun. Which specific date in the Middle Ages? No, 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 date. No, it's just like a burger voucher, just burger and fries. In the Middle Ages? Pretty much, but it's got a picture of oh, them, oh, them fuckheads that ponce around on horses. <laughs> a knight? Uh, Damien Oliver. Yeah, them jockeys. Got one of those on the uh, bastard voucher, so it's historic. Okay. Interesting. So we can't accept vouchers like that. Ah, nuts. I was after a burger. Just got munchies real bad like... We have another option. Would you consider time travel somewhere other than the Middle Ages? Oh, yeah? What are you hitting, bro? How about the year 1956? (laughs) That's not a year. Is there burgers? But the catch is you can only go back to one place, the 1950s, specifically to one diner in one year. Shall I pop you in for 1956, sir? It's booking out fast. I don't know, man. Hola, another booking just went through. Uh, Put me down. What do I have to do? All right, sir. No offence, but I'm going to speak slowly to you. Thanks, yeah, that always helps. You'll need to go to this address I give you. Sweet, an address. Bring your wallet and, this is important, don't bring a crash helmet. No helmet. Perfect broke. I don't have one. So does time travel really work? I'm heading to Kalamunga to check it out. A few years ago, Dale Flockhart's life was a mess. He was in prison. He was bankrupt, hated and reviled. I mean, really quite reviled. Yet he turned it all around to start the world's first ever 1950s-themed restaurant, set in the 1950s, and a time travel travel agency. 
This is his story. Would you mind toning down some of the words in that introduction? Dale, let's be honest, that was pretty toned down. And maybe put in some uh, triumphant orchestral music under the bit where I turn it around, like uh, da-da-da, you know, that sort of thing. That da-da-da, I love that, that's good. We'll see what we can do. So, it all began when I opened an old-timey steakhouse in Kalamunga. And it was a recreation of the 1950s. Why? Because it's a golden age. A little slice of bonza from a cake called Aussie Pride. You say golden age, but some may disagree. Well, some would be wrong. Would some? Yeah, some would. No voting rights for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. The stolen generations. The white Australia policy. Knee-high socks. Stripey flock wallpaper. 2,000 frickin' episodes of Skippy. Look, it was a simpler time, Louise. A simpler worse time? A simpler better a time. And my steakhouse took people back. Forcefully. I'm sorry, forcefully? Yeah, cos I'm so passionate. Want to tell the world, so you know, really drag them in, kicking and screaming. Wake up, Australia! You know, come on in! So you kidnapped customers? No, 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 it's not kidnapping. I'd just politely grab them right off the street. Look at this, I'd say to their squirming bodies. Behold my steakhouse and chow down. Now, you had to do a bit of jail time for your passionate grabbings. Ah, see... Me going to jail is just me cocking two fingers at the government. You want to lock me up? Well, now you've got to feed me. And provide a roof over my head. And a bloody big Tongan cellmate called Capo to cuddle with. <laughs> he never sleeps. <laughs> Chew on that. Mm-hmm. So you enjoyed your time in jail? No, it was bloody horrible. But top publicity for the steakhouse. But the steakhouse got destroyed. It did. I guess its time had come. Well, no, the court ordered for it to be burnt down to the ground and its ashes were stamped on. And then they threw salt into the earth where the steakhouse was in case any more steakhouses would grow back. Bloody superstitious mongrels. But, but, all the folks had a good time. Your original Outback Steakhouse got these online reviews. Racist, sexist, needlessly violent, disturbing comos. It was the 1950s. Among the other complaints, You wouldn't serve food to anyone who wasn't white. Historically accurate. The toilet was a hole in the ground. Uh, No, not correct. We had two poles, a gent and a ladies. And then a third one for the cattle and bloody gypsy folk. No disrespect, Dale, but a lot of people said your steakhouse was, well, atrocious. Well, if you look us up in the dictionary, Louise, you'll start scrolling through A and you'll find us under Aussie before atrocious. Most people going to a 1950s-themed restaurant would expect things like, I don't know, rock and roll or beat poetry. No way, mate. No, none of that. No, no, this is in America. It's 1950s Australia, where the menu has two bloody things written on it. Steak and God save the Queen. Five things. Dale's dream of a retro steakhouse that combined racism and sexism with overcooked meat seemed dead. Then he came to a realisation. It dawned on me. Where's the one place a 1950s-themed food joint could be truly appreciated? Longreach, Queensland? The 1950s. You thought a 1950s-themed diner in the 1950s would be a good business model? Yeah, because no-one had ever done it. I see. So this led to... Bloody time travel, mate. It was obvious. Can I say how very pleased I am to formally open this... So you created a time travel dining experience and and John Howard opened the time portal. He did, Louise. What an honour. 
This is John Howard, the former Prime Minister. The very same. Our own J-Ho. Not John Howard, the actor. No, no. Well, we asked John Howard, the actor, but uh, weirdly he was filming a show called... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I'm a celebrity in the 1950s. Help get me the crap out of here. That's the one. Funny story about that. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe later. So, John Howard, the former Prime Minister, opened your time portal to the past. He did. Now, you didn't play the whole of his speech. Uh-huh. This bit? But we will decide who comes and the circumstances in which they come. Yeah, that, that was about how we should vet customers at the restaurant. No inner-city bloody hipsters, no one allowed to visit ironically, no, no. Good call, but nah, that's not the bit I'm talking about. No, oh, so maybe this? That's it. That's John Howard's final speech when he opened the portal. Yeah, agonised screams. Because he fell into the portal. Got sucked into the 1950s wormhole during the ceremony, Louise. Uh, can we play it again? Sure. Great stuff. But he got out eventually. Yeah, yeah, but he keeps sneaking back there, the little bastard. I go to check the machine and the wife is like, bloody hell, it's been at the time travel again. <laughs> I'd love to see your time machine. Well, let's go. Sorry about the poop. These 1950s cows shit bigger than our normal cows. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Dale, how on earth did you actually acquire a time machine? Well, it's, uh... Well, what I've got is not the most sophisticated, right? It's, uh, it's second-hand. A used time machine? Is that even a thing? There's a website, mate. A whole community. There's an eBay for used time machines. Bloody right. So I got this one off a melancholic Russian. But the problem is that his time machine only had three destinations. Renaissance Italy, San Francisco and the 60s and 1950s Brisbane. I wasn't happy. So you made some modifications? I ripped out the Renaissance and hippy-dippy shit buttons and just kept it simple. One destination, one choice. Now, time travel comes with grave consequences. Now, don't be one of those time travel police, Louise. Don't snub a Chinaman, don't sell the rights to Back to the Future, don't murder someone because it'll change the course of history. But doesn't it? Nah, it's like climate change. We're still here, aren't we? Well, come on in. Behold the magic. Bloody roll it off. Yeah. This is it. Ain't she a beauty? It's a large metal guillotine with some sparkly tinsel. Yeah, I added the tinsel to make it more futuristic, or whatever the opposite of that is. Uh, yeah. So how does it work? Well, you stick your head into the guillotine, I pull the lever, and just before the shiny metal blade whooshes down, pow, you're transported. So, Time Dale, I, I question the need for a guillotine in this instance. It's just a bit of showbiz. Gives time travel an edge. Time travel to the 50s needs more edge. Oh, Louise, just stick your uptight freaking head in the guillotine, please. Absolutely not. Louise, come on. Oh, what, Dale? You grab me by the hair and stick me in your contraption. Louise, last week I shoved Barnaby Joyce into the guillotine and unlike you, he's an A-lister. Oh, so if I go back to the 50s, I'll end up with Barnaby. Ah, you had to hightail it out of there. Had one of those paternity suits with his own grandmother. It turns out it's a bit odd, I know but that's our Barnaby. <laughs> my, my head won't be sliced off? Your head won't be sliced off. All right. All right, then. Put me in the stupid contraption. 
Right. So you're all strapped in. Um, has anyone died in this machine? Well, sadly, one person who died of embarrassment of how great this machine is. Oh, so you get your jokes from the 50s also? Just positioning the blade here. Mm, so, so, sorry to harp on about this, but why the need for a razor-sharp metal blade above my Shh, head? Louise, I'll lose my concentration. Now, I'll just take a quick snapper. Hey, why are you taking a photograph of me strapped into a guillotine? So it could go on the bloody wall, Louise. The bloody hell, these questions. Now, we press a button. And I won't be harmed? Of course not. You make people sign a waiver about accidental death, decapitation and being stuck in a time warp. Legal did that. But I reckon our lower than average death rates speak for themselves. Now, I've got to warn you. When you go back... What, what, Dale, what? There's one thing, right? You must really not do. (gasps) The guillotine! (coughs) And that's all we have time for this week. Join us next time for the Time Travel Travel Agency, part two.